You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? Well, tune in again, damn What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing Nope. This is the third film in Jordan Peele's horror slash thriller series that he's been doing. You know, he gave us Get Out, then he gave us Us, and now we got another confusing but very entertaining movie in Nope starting Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer. Before we dive into anything, I just want to give a huge shout out to Kiki Palmer for the performance that she put on in this movie because it was phenomenal. I know we haven't seen uh, Kiki on this big screen in a very long time. Like, honestly, since her younger days, I know she's been doing like some some morning shows, some midday shows. But honestly, on like a big screen like this, I haven't really seen her since like the Nickelodeon days, Aquila and the B days. So it was just so refreshing to see her back in like a drama, comedic type of movie. You feel me? That was just so refreshing to see. So definitely shout out to her for honestly, she might get an Oscar for this. Like, that's how big of reviews that I'm seeing for her. So definitely shout out to Kiki Palmer before we dive into anything because this movie was filled with nothing but mixed reviews. So I don't want to start off with the, the negative, this, that, and the third. Like, I first want to give flowers first. And shout out to Jordan Peele, too, for putting out this movie because we always talk about not having enough original films. And this right. was completely original. So I want to give Jordan Peele his flowers for that. Every movie that he has given us was completely original, something different, or he gave us something that he put an extreme twist on it that we'd never seen before. So before we dive into any reactions, definitely shout out to Jordan Peele for giving us that aspect. Yeah, I totally agree. Kiki Palmer, she definitely can get an Oscar, for, at minimum, an Oscar nomination for best supporting female actress. Like she did an amazing job. Daniel Kaluuya, he did a great job as well, but Kiki, she stole the show for me. She did. Like the entire movie. Her her performance was spot on. And like you said, shout out to Jordan Peele, just always coming with original content. Even if it's stuff we can kind of already figure out, you know, it's still a different idea than anything else. Okay. Yeah. It was by aliens or extraterrestrials or whatever, but it was in such a unique and different perspective than what we usually get. So I, I love the fact that he can still give us stuff that we kind of already can theorize about, but he makes you think about it in a different way. And Jordan Peele has that. Um, he has the aspect when it comes to his movies, get out out of the three movies he's made of get out us and Nope. Get Out is probably the only one where it's like clear as day what the movie is about for real. But with us and with Nope, there are movies that you have to really think about and debate about. Like, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer on anyone's take on either of those movies. You think the movie is about this, then that's what you think the movie is about. If someone else thinks it's about this, then that's what they think it's about. He leaves it up in the air and he never answers anyone's question on what the movie is specifically about. And it leaves room for us to make it whatever it's about. And But that's my problem with Jordan Peele on the same front, though, because that's why I think Get Out was honestly my favorite of Jordan Peele's movies, and that's why I think it's his best, because he gave you the point where it's right in front of your face with the racism aspect and everything with the, the symbolism, but it was right in your face, and he gave you symbolism as like, 
a side dish, you feel me, that you can eat on and you can talk about with your friends after the fact. But with these last couple of movies, it's more so been symbolism has been the main thing that we have to interpret. So now he's leaving a, a lot of things up to interpretation. And I don't think that's the good way to go about a, a certain movie. I think it should more so be a side dish than the main thing that you're trying to harp on because you leave too much up in the air for us to be like, damn, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, what was this movie about? Okay, yeah, I seen this. Then I seen a, a gorilla. Then I see him beating up a, a actress in the cast. It's like, yeah, even though you understand all of that, it's still just too much. Give us a main point that you're trying to hit on and then have the side dish as the symbolism so we can say, okay, I understand those points, but I understand the full message that he was trying to give us. That's what he didn't get out. Over the last couple of movies, that's why I kind of fell by the wayside when watching these last couple of films. I, I think Us was his best movie. If I had to rank them, Nope is definitely third. But if I had to rank them, it would be Us, Get Out, and then Nope. I think Us was just Us was just spot on, bro. That was a 10 out of 10 movie for me, for real. Like, from the, from the aspect of certain things being in the air to the way he played on the whole underground system thing and the, and the cloning aspect. There were stuff, there were things that like you really could pick up on in the movie. Yeah. He didn't leave us that much in the air with us. The only thing he left us in the air with is really. how many people were actually clones for real living mm -hmm. in the real world. That was the one thing he made us debate on. Like you said, that was kind of like a side topic. I think the rest of us though was it was pretty spot on with how they gave you stuff directly in your face. It was confusing maybe the first watch, but the second watch of Us, you you should get it by then. So I think Us, Get Out, and then Nope. But Nope was still spectacular. But that's my thing with the last couple of movies. I haven't been ready to go watch these movies again. With this film, I honestly was not entertained. And it was so hard for me to say that when I first seen the film because it's like, damn, I walked out of the film. I didn't really know how to feel because, like I said before, it's original content, so we never get this before. So you don't want to say you don't like the movie when it's something original, and that's all we complain about, about not having enough of original content. But then when you walk out of the film, it's like, I didn't feel fulfilled. The movie just felt way too slow. You know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, bro. I understand everything that's going on. I understood the, the gorilla and the UFO connections. I understood about the uh, Stephen Ewing character and the symbolism from his past. I understood all of that, but I still walked out of the movie and said, damn, I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't want to watch it again. I remember I told you the next week, like, I got to watch it again to see how I really feel about it. But then I thought about it like, I really don't want to watch it again. I don't want to sit through those two hours of whatever. You feel me? Even if I understand everything. And I think that's the point where a lot of fans get confused. Because they hear you say you didn't like the movie. And the first thing they say is what? Oh, you must didn't understand it. Oh, you didn't get it. Like, no, I fully yeah. understood it. I understood all the points. But it just right. wasn't entertaining all the way through. That movie was slow as hell, bro. It wasn't about entertaining. It wasn't about, all, uh, about not getting it. It was just, it wasn't entertaining, bro. I, it, I, I wasn't honestly, keeping up with it. I, I have to give it an eight. And I gave it an eight off first watch. I think if I watch it a second time, no, the only reason I haven't been able to watch it a second time is because I just had a lot of other stuff going on. I ain't get to the movies um again recently. But I'm sure if I watch it a second time, I'll still give it an eight. And that's not bad. And we've said this before. People have to get used to, like, truly rating movies and not just say it's fire or it's trash. Like, no. Like, an 8 is solid. Like, an 8 is a solid enough movie to where it's like, 
I might not watch it again, but it was pretty solid, you know? And I think that's where, I think this is honestly the first movie I'm looking at with Jordan Peele where it's like, that was pretty good, but it's not like what you've made before. Yeah. And and that's not bad, you know? It, it still did pretty well in the box office and people, like you said, it was mixed reviews. You got people who loved it, people who hated it, and people who just liked it enough. And I think we're in the group of people that just liked it enough. I didn't mm-hmm. love it. Because, like you said, it was a little bit too open-ended, but I didn't hate it either because it's like we've never seen this type of stuff before. It makes us talk. It makes us research. Like, there was certain stuff people were looking up after the movie because they're like, damn, I really want to look more into this. Same thing with us with the whole underground cloning stuff and everything. Like, he made people go research stuff like that. So, yes, he's taking different topics, and it may be random at times, but he's sparking conversation and he's making you look into things that he's making you question certain things you thought you may have already known. And another thing that I didn't enjoy about this film, bro, is that they didn't utilize Daniel Kaluuya enough, bro. I'm sorry. Anybody could have played Daniel Kaluuya in this movie because what did he really do? Like Kiki truly outshined him. And I can't remember anything memorable from the note movie that Daniel Kaluuya did his performance or anything like that. I hear people talking about, oh, he's going to win another Academy Award. For what? Being a mopey brother the whole movie, not doing shit, just walking around. Oh, my daddy died. Now we got to ride a horse. The nigga <laughs> didn't do shit the whole film, bro. Like, I feel like, and I'm not, I don't want to put it on Daniel Kaluuya because we know he can act. We know he can act, but I got to put that on Jordan Peele in the direction of why was that the choice of character that you wanted for the film? Why did you use... Daniel Kaluuya's acting range to his fullest potential because that could have livened up the movie, you feel me? Instead of being all moped up and just solemn the whole movie with Daniel Kaluuya, it could have been points where you get excited with him and you show his acting range, you see the drama, you see the suspense in his face, but it felt like he was the same person throughout the entire movie. And I felt like that was kind of the undertone of the entire movie as well. Like we're basically sitting in the theater just like, you know what I'm saying? Just like Daniel Kaluuya, just bored as hell, like, waiting for some shit to pop off. Like, even when action was popping off, he was way too calm. Why is a goddamn UFO above your head and you calm as shit? Like, I'm not understanding. Why are you going back into the field to get a nigga bike or to ride your horse back <laughs> when it's a goddamn UFO above your head? And why are you so calm while doing this? It was just so much shit that I was mad well, about, bro. Like, in terms I understood of the acting, that part. I understood the acting, being calm bro, part. It was just aggravating, bro. I, I do think there could have been several other people that played that role, but Daniel Kaluuya and Jordan Peele have a connection, and Jordan Peele has expressed that he wants to do a lot more films. But you got to use Kaluuya. him to his full of pot- potential if you're going to use him, though, bro. You're going to use That's him like true. that? Like I said, this was a pretty good movie. I don't think we can't put it on Jordan Peele to make nine and ten movies every single time. You're going to have one movie. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it was ways he could have made this better. And I feel like Jordan Peele, after looking at this, I feel like it was he even knows it was ways to make this movie better. Maybe he just had to deal with what he dealt with. But I think there was ways to make these movies better. It was a couple of plot holes that I didn't enjoy as well, but I dive into that a little later. But you can give the synopsis for the movie. I was just going to say, uh, two siblings running a horse ranch in California discover something wonderful and sinister in the skies above, while the owner of an adjacent theme park tries to profit from the mysterious otherworldly phenomenon. Yeah. It was it was a definitely an interesting take, bro. It was an interesting take on aliens, and that's what excited me about it. It was, the, it was more so the human aspect that was kind of 
annoying to me but the alien aspect mm-hmm. how the the look of the ufo the way it was so fast the look of it the way it sprouts at the end and turns into something completely different like i thought the alien aspect of this movie was dope as hell because we just never yeah. seen anything like that before it was just everything else around this movie that was aggravating bro like why and i i wanted to pose this question to you about the director that we end up seeing at the end that they ended up calling to record this whole momentous occasion why did he end up getting sucked up by the alien why did he walk out of that tent to get sucked up i feel like that's such a dumb oh. that should annoy the fuck out of me now nah, bro he did it for the perfect shot bro because remember during the movie he said when they were trying to recruit him earlier in the movie to come and try to catch the um the alien on video he was telling them the perfect shot does not exist but he was in a situation where he finally could get the perfect shot and he was doing it with the old school camera that the alien was going to spit out. So he was willing to sacrifice himself because if you notice, when he got sucked up, the camera fell out and the camera looked like you could still get the footage off of it. Nobody ever went and picked the camera up though. So I was about to say that. Nobody picked the camera up. We just going off those pictures, honestly, by but, Kiki Palmer. But that's what I'm saying. Like it, That was a good open ending that I, I felt like he Jordan Peele hit on because it's like, damn, that camera is still out there somewhere with the actual evidence for real of this alien, of this extraterrestrial. And the the cameraman was finally satisfied because after his years of excellent filming, he felt satisfied because he actually got the perfect shot. And then we get satisfaction as the viewers because the camera falls out because it's not um it's not organic material. The alien spits it out. And you just sit there wondering, damn, I wonder if anybody's going to ever go and pick that camera up and see the real evidence, not just the pictures, but like actual footage of the inside of the alien. And that's honestly a good point that you bring up with him, because he was somebody who was just sitting at the crib the whole time, waiting for somebody to call him so he could have this perfect shot. So it makes so much sense that he would risk it, because what else was he doing with his life? Every scene Mm -hmm. that we was cutting to him before he came out to the ranch, he was just watching snakes and reptiles on the screen chase lions or whatever so i guess you said my life is not anything without the perfect shot so this has to be it even if it means risking my life that actually makes sense bro that actually makes sense. They, they, there, there were a lot of points there were a lot of points in this movie that i thought was cool like the whole the whole um topic of us calling everything a spectacle. That was the one movie that that was the one word that was said in the movie several times over and over. You're going to witness a spectacle. Like I'm going to show you a spectacle. This is a spectacle. We treat everything like we just have to stop what we're doing nowadays with the world of technology that we're in and just stop and record or stop and look mm. at something when it's probably dangerous shit that we should really be getting away yeah. from. And I understand there are some things that are spectacles you should relish in the moment, but we're so we're so desensitized by everything at this point that anything that happens in front of us, we pull our phones out. Like the TMZ guy later in the movie on the motorcycle, he was trying to get a picture even though he knew he was probably going to die. Like he was mm-hmm. like, take a picture of me so somebody knows like I actually did this. And it's like, bro, like you're worried about a picture right now, but the whole topic of the spectacle was just interesting to me. Wow. That was dope. And how did you feel about Stephen Ewan's character and the the comparison from him to his younger self and the well, the the dichotomy between his situation when he was young, when he was acting on the show, and he had to work with uh, Gordy, 
the, yeah, the Gordy, gorilla. Gordy, the, and um, the chimpanzee. The yeah. chimpanzee. And then the the dichotomy between that and him messing with the alien. And he was feeding the alien or the, the alien UFO people for so long. Well, I took two points from that. The first point was uh, we sell trauma. Black people do it a lot anyway, but we're we're in a society now where trauma sells, like death sells, horror sells, tragic incidents sell. So that traumatizing incident that happened to him on that show on live television, it transitioned to him later becoming the owner of a theme park. And people were coming and buying, like buying tickets to stay in his memorabilia room of that night, like a night where like several people either died or were severely injured, people want to come and spend their money and be in that type of ambiance. So selling trauma in that way. And then also, I don't want to say animal abuse, but um, what's the word? Overuse of animals when it comes to entertainment. The same way they were overusing those chimps back then, like, and they made a good point during the movie of that's why they don't use real monkeys or apes at all in movies anymore in real life. Like, they got to use straight CGI with that. Yeah. Because, first off, those are one of the smartest animals in the world. Exactly. Like, if you fuck with them, they're going to know and they're going to retaliate. But the fact that they used monkeys back then, even though they knew they were way smarter than what they should have been doing, he does that later in the movie with using the alien to get profit. Like, mm-hmm. he has no idea what this alien is really capable of or doing, but he's like, ooh, I can make money and feed people to this alien without having the government come and like really trying to stop what I'm doing. So selling trauma, he witnessed selling trauma back then and he's doing it himself now, now that he's older. I think it has something to do with him thinking that he could tame wild animals. Tame wild animals. It was something, I think it was something like that. So when, so when Juke was a kid, he was obviously under the table when the chimpanzee was going crazy. But when the chimpanzee ended up calming down after doing everything that he was doing, he was about to dap up. He was about to do the little knuckle dap that they always do together. But before they ended up doing the dap, the chimpanzee ended up getting shot by the authorities. I think it has something to do with that, that even though he had that wild rampage, you still knew who I was at the end of the day, or so he thought, because they still had that knuckle-dap connection. Fast forward to the situation we were in with the alien UFO, it's like, oh, I think I can tame this wild animal. I can feed him all of these people that's coming into my amusement park. And we can have a good relationship. You work for me because of the profit, and I work for you by feeding you humans. He thought that that would continue to work for him, but it's like, bro, I don't give a damn about you if I'm the alien <laughs> UFO. I'm going to suck anybody up who's in my vicinity, and he just didn't understand that because of his past of what he had with uh with Gordy the chimpanzee. So that was a dope-ass dichotomy. I did fuck with that. Yeah, it, and Daniel Kaluuya's character, uh, OJ, he said that in the movie as well. It's like, you can't, there's certain animals you just can't tame. Like, even with horses, you can tame a horse as much as you want, but horses have minds of their own, and they're very smart. And that's why he always says, like, don't stand behind horses. They get real timid, and they get nervous. They don't like people standing all up behind them. They don't like being shown their own reflection and all that type of stuff. So definitely the wild animal taming concept, I did like that. There was something and what else. and what did you take away by the fact that they couldn't look the UFO into in the eye, or if they didn't look it in the eye, it wouldn't eat them? How did you feel about that fact, and what did you take away from that? I, I took that to mind your business. <laughs> mind your business. 
<laughs> just mind your business. But this is the, this is right. but this is the thing though, because were the horses looking the alien UFO in the eye? I don't think they were mm. looking him in the eye. I think they were just running away from it, and it was still sucking them up. But when Daniel Kaluuya and everybody else weren't looking at the UFO, it wasn't sucking them up. You had to actually look into it, and it sucked you up. But I'm like, you can't tell yeah. me them horses were looking up, especially when I see all these horses getting taken away. It's like, oh, yeah. hell no. I'm not going to look up at that shit because I already know what it do. So it's like, <laughs> I don't think the horses were looking up, but when the humans were doing it, they were getting eaten. So I was like, I wonder if the mm. horses just were going to eat, get eaten regardless, or I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I had a question about the shoe. Remember the shoe when um when Jupe was a kid yeah. and Gordy was my dad made a point of have the aliens been around that entire time? Like was that alien around mm -hmm. the entire time making weird shit happen and like causing animals to act certain ways or whatever? Like for decades? That was a good point my dad made. And I, I didn't think about that until mm -hmm. after the movie. But what does that have to do with the shoe? You saying the alien I, had I don't the know. Shoe? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> What does it have to do with the shoe standing? Maybe know, it's probably. like the one last man standing type thing. Was that what they I were going no for? One last man standing? You got the shoe standing? But it was spit. Wasn't it spinning too? No, nah, it was just standing straight Oh, it was up. just standing there. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know what that was for. The shoe is the honestly like the only thing tripping me up. I have no Because the shoe was in the museum. He ended up putting the shoe in the museum. The uh, Not museum, mm -hmm. but yeah, the museum in his office well, or whatever. Yeah, his little office museum. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like. Yeah, why was that standing up? I don't know. I gotta look that up again. I ain't seen no explanations on it the first week, but they probably got tons of explanations. Yeah, they probably got tons of them now. I, I honestly <laughs> didn't understand that one, bro. I didn't understand that one. Another but, thing yeah. I didn't understand that um that uh was it the Quran? Damn, what script? What was that scripture from? The scripture at the beginning of the movie where it was like, "I will." pelt you with filth or something like that and make a spectacle of you mm, i don't, even I don't remember where that where that quote was it was a hebrew verse that that's what it was <laughs> it was a hebrew verse don't remember the name of the verse right now please don't ask me but um <laughs> it was it was something about pelting you with filth that i'll make a spectacle out of you and i was trying to make a translation of that to the movie because you see the house gets filthy when it's like raining blood on it and whatnot, making a spectacle of you by sucking you up by trying to make me a spectacle. So I'm like, I, I don't know. I was trying to figure out where exactly that connected to. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe, and I wonder if Daniel Kalua and Kiki Palmer's character really pissed that shit off to the point where you couldn't control it anymore. And that's why they ended eating up, uh, eating up Jupe and all them. Because before yeah. then, Juke was feeding them humans and he was getting out of there scot-free. But it had to have been when they were actually trying to make a spectacle out of him where it was like, bro, I don't give a damn. I'm eating the horses. I'm trying to eat uh, Kiki Palmer and Daniel Kaluuya and I don't even care about Juke. I'm going to eat him up too when I get to this amusement park. So that mm. probably was the tipping point where he said, I don't give a damn anymore. Because you remember, he was getting close to the, to the barnyard. Like he was trying to suck yeah. up everybody at that point. Or not he, but the UFO was trying to suck up everybody at that point. So that's when it really got pissed off when they were trying to make money off of it and then when they were trying to capture it. Because even you could talk about the filthy part too when the lizard yeah. or the praying mantis was over the camera like, you're not going to get these shots of me, bro. Wherever and and that's look. when my dad was like, is this alien really controlling animals? Because yeah. to the point about Gordy, 
it was just such a huge coincidence that the praying mantis was right on the camera, white, right where they needed to look at and moved as soon as the alien left. So I'm like, does this alien have control over organic beings like to where they can manipulate footage however they want? And another thing I wanted to talk about with this movie, a problem I did have was I don't feel like we got enough footage of the inside of the alien. We only got yes, like a, bro. Yeah, we only got a few seconds of the inside of seeing people getting sucked up. We didn't even see people die. Like we saw people get suffocated, but it it cut to the next scene or to whatever other scene we were looking at, and we didn't actually see anyone die. I mean, I get it, the implication of them dying, but I, I feel like we needed more of the inside of the alien. Yeah. That would have been so dope too, just to give you that inner look of like, oh, why this shit actually goes down? Because it really just showed you like the intestines, really, them going to the yeah. stomach, I guess. But I think it would have been so dope if we actually would have seen aliens. Because, oh my goodness, bro, a huge plot hole to me and something that I thought they were going to connect with later in the film was when Daniel Kaluuya was in the barnyard. He was hearing noises, and it was three kids from the amusement park wearing alien masks. I thought masks. real aliens, bro. You feel me? So I I'm like, oh, it was real. you feel me? So <laughs> obviously we, turn, we find out it's fake. But I'm like, at some point, we're going to see some aliens working on humans on the plane. Because you remember that uh, it was, was it this movie where, nah, I might be thinking about another movie. Somebody ended up saying they were abducted, but they were dropped back down. Am I thinking about this? I'm thinking about Independence Day. I'm thinking about, no, I'm thinking about Independence Day. I'm thinking about Independence Day. That sounds real Will Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about Independence Day. But still, I thought it was going to have a later connection with like, oh, we're going to see aliens working on humans and dropping the humans back on Earth and they're doing stuff in a different type of way. I I wouldn't have wanted to see that. I thought that that would have been so dope, bro. Nah, we we get that concept. We get that concept with so many other movies. Nah, that would like dope, though. I like the fact that it wasn't a UFO. It was an actual alien because the whole movie, everybody's like, this is a UFO. This is No, it's the actual alien. And you see it transform into like an octopus type mm-hmm. of creature later in the movie. I thought that was a lot better than just having aliens inside of a spaceship when it's Man. like, we've seen this before with so many other shows and movies. I it's like, how are you going to be different dope, with that? bro. I thought that would have been dope. Hold on. And what if that was an alien inside the whole time, but it was like Power Rangers or some shit like that? So when everybody co- combines, you feel me, you turn into the big Power Rangers. Uh, you talking it about could have been some shit like that. Yo, yeah. You talking about Megazords. You talking about Megazords yeah, and all that. It could have been that no, real shit. Everybody. No. Like, who am I talking about? That was Power Rangers, wasn't it? Yes, you talking okay, about yeah, the Megazords. I, I was like, yeah. It could have been a UFO this whole time. I'm sucking that shit up. Nah, it's up for interpretation. We can go any direction. We can, <laughs> we can but we're not way. going that way. <laughs> we're not going that way. We can and go the government, bro. Because while I was while I was watching this, I'm looking like, okay, they're clearly in California because they're in the hills and everything, and they're outside of like on the outskirts of Hollywood or whatever in the in the California mountains. But it gave me Area 51 vibes the way this movie was going. Because you can't tell me as advanced as our government is and advanced as technology is nowadays, nobody picked up on this like alien life form over this certain area of California. It was hiding in a slick way though, bro. Nobody, bro, it was hiding in a cloud. Who's going to notice that? It was, but you, nah, bro, I refuse to be the government. Nobody is looking at the sky that much to see that a cloud is not We have satellite. We have satellites that can catch still images at like 0.1 milliseconds. 
You mean to tell me we can have satellites pointing at our houses, giving us clear pictures of our houses? You mean to tell me the satellites that are that we spend our tax money, billions of dollars? They were in the middle of nowhere. They were in the middle of nowhere. Area 51 is in the middle of nowhere. They were in the middle of nowhere on a ranch. Who's paying attention to them? That's why the damn alien probably picked it. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. The government can see that, bro. No, I'm, my bro. opinion is the government was purposely ignoring this spectacle, quote unquote, that was happening the entire time. I can see that. That's the case. I see where you're trying to go with it. I see where you're trying to go. Because if that's the case, what about like they brought it up in the movie? Kiki Kiki Palmer character brought it up in the movie of um, like people take videos and pictures of ufos all the time and like the government makes sure like those conversations get shut down a lot because it be looking like legit videos and pictures sometimes when people mm-hmm. upload that stuff so do the government just not care to look in these areas where these videos and pictures are being taken or even questioning these people i think the government knows certain things and we've had this conversation before what if the government just released all the information that yeah. they know I'm mm-hmm. sure extraterrestrials are in there <laughs> somewhere. So yeah, you mean to sure. tell me like multiple people are seeing this happen and multiple people are disappearing? Like, bro, you can't tell me the government not picking up on this. You have multiple people going to a specific location, disappearing night after night after night, and nobody is coming out there just because they're in the middle of nowhere? Yes, that's how it was. It was, it was no in worse. the paper, but nobody was believing it. Until Being like in the later middle of in the nowhere movie. makes it worse. That makes it worse, honestly, because now now I'm really wondering what's going on. Because, bro, when you see alien shit, do you react to it? If we were to look at a newspaper and see alien shit, are you reacting to it, bro? No. You're going to say, oh, is this some sensationalized bullshit? No, if it correlates with people popping up missing night after night and it's You're still not believing it. Yes, I am. You're not believing an alien abduction, bro. I swear to God, you're not, bro. You're going to say something else is happening if I see some abductions going on, people people, disappearing. You're not going to believe aliens. If real people keep going to a specific location and that correlates with, and they're missing, and that correlates with whatever UFO sightings are continuing to happen, at some point, we got to believe it. Maybe the first time, I'm like, okay, no, they're reaching. But the second, third, and fourth time, we get groups of people driving out to the middle of nowhere and they end up missing and then people are saying aliens are out there too and it's real people come on bro but you we know they was keeping that shit under wraps for a long time though kiki them what honestly wasn't saying anything for a long time because they wanted to keep it to themselves to get the money shot so obviously they can keep the ranch or whatever but a lot of people were keeping that under wraps i don't think the government was seeing it i think it was hiding pretty good in that goddamn cloud because it wasn't moving Nobody noticed that shit until one day the camera boy comes around and looks up and says that cloud hasn't moved. Like, that's the only giveaway point. Even if you're looking from a satellite, you're just looking at clouds. So what, am I supposed to uh, point some shit out if I work for the government and say, this cloud doesn't move. Like, I got to check this out. No! Because when do you ever see that? A cloud doesn't move. Oh, we got to check that out. You're just going to say, oh, something got to be wrong with my shit. You're going to make excuses for the shit, bro, because you don't want to believe that it's aliens. I'm going to make excuses until I see that it's literally not moving. But nobody wants to believe it's aliens until you actually see aliens. Everybody is going to pass it off as bullshit. And plus, when their dad died, when the quarter was lodged into his head, the doctor said 
if the the trajectory of the way the quarter went into his head, it didn't fall from a plane. So even the doctors are like, we don't understand how this happened. We don't understand how this quarter went straight into his skull. Because I even seen on A Thousand Ways to Die, that whole penny falling from a skyscraper and I killing that somebody, shit. that shit not even real. <laughs> like, I thought that was real for the longest and it's yeah. not. That was another big question I had with this movie. They didn't ask enough questions about how they pops died. They just chalked that shit up to the game and was they like, did. okay, I guess this is what we got to roll with. It's like you see some shit fall from the sky. You ain't trying to figure out what the hell was going on, what was passing over your head at that time. You just going to say, damn, a key hit my pops and I'm, oh, I got to go to the hospital. And it wasn't just like one key dropped down. It was like multiple of them motherfuckers dropping down from the sky. No questions being asked. Not saying that you would have figured out it was aliens, because like I said, I think that takes a lot for somebody to believe that it was aliens. But it was the fact that he didn't ask any questions of like, man, I guess my dad just got hit with a key and now he dead. His eye gone. Like it was not enough questions being asked about that situation, bro. Especially when your pop's dead. That shit, that shit was pissing me off, bro. That shit was pissing me off. But it was definitely some. It was certain holes in the movie, but I, I give it an eight. I think it was entertaining enough for eight. It was original. It was something we debate about and question and come up with different theories. So the movie did what it was supposed to do, and it was good enough. So I give it an eight. No lower, no higher. I like it for the original content, and I think that's why a lot of people are giving it such high reviews, bro. Because honestly, bro, I'm somebody who I'm not trying to be the, the hardest critic. But I just was not entertained when I was in that. Or it was just too slow. Was it entertaining parts? For sure. Was it Kiki Palmer giving it energy? For sure. But it just was too slow, bro. So if you want to give it a good review because it was original, I feel you. It's a black creator. I feel you. But just from an entertainment standpoint, I'm just watching the film. I wasn't fucking with it like that. I have to give it like a seven and a half. Even after everything that we said, it was so many cool points. But it's like, we know we're going to get that with Jordan Peele. Because like I said, over the past couple of movies, it has been progression in symbolism. Symbolism in Get Out is a progression from symbolism in uh, Us. And it's like, okay, we got a full dish of symbolism with this movie. Nope. It's like, okay, Jordan Peele, I feel like we should get back to the Get Out route. If I'm keeping it a bean, that's just what I want to see. Other people... Probably is going to differ from me because they want to see where he can take this. I like what he did with Get Out. Why? Slapping the problem in our face and then having the symbolism as a side dish. That was the best formula, bro. That was. Having the symbolism uh, go up and up over the last couple of movies just hasn't been it for me. I, I wouldn't be mad if he went back to the Get Out route because now you're you're three movies in. And you gave us two movies in between Get Out and whatever you're going to give us next. So I just didn't want Jordan Peele to become the person that he makes a movie like Get Out, Get Out, Get Out, Get Out. I didn't want a bunch of Get Out type of movies, like not in a row. Now, after you have three movies out and two movies are not about race, I ain't mad if you give us another Get Out type of movie because it's like, hey, the first like Get Out came in, what, 2017? It's 2022, so like, let's say in the next year or two, he gives us another movie like that. It's like, okay, we've had enough time to see what you can do and see how your mind works, and I would appreciate another Get Out type of movie. But I really doubt that he goes back in that direction because it's something, I feel like he's not somebody who goes back to something that he's done before. Like, he's not somebody who looks like a been there, done that type of guy. He's going to keep moving forward to something new because... Even though you can feel how you feel about these movies, he's honestly still changing the game with this type of original content. 
no matter how you feel about it, no matter how you feel about the symbolism. So I feel like he will keep going this this, this direction. He might give us a, a true comedy with nothing but symbolism on it, you know what I'm saying? Or just give us a main dish of comedy with symbolism that you got to catch, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just what I prefer. I like to get out the most, but I feel like he's not going to go back. He's going to continue to move forward and push the boundaries of where he could go. So I'm interested to see where he, he really takes it because I'm really – I'm really rooting for him for sure, for sure. But uh, anything Definitely. else you want to talk about? Uh, hmm. What would you like to see him try and play with next, as far as conspiracies or top controversial topics going on in the world? Is there a specific type of plot that you only would want Jordan Peele to touch? Not a specific plot. I think what he's doing and I, what I think is so dope about Jordan Peele is keeping everything so centrally black. I just want him to continue to make stories about that. And that's something that I want Coogler uh, to get back to, too. Not just the in the Marvel Universe with the Black Panther, but what he was doing with, like, Fruitvale Station and shit like that and with and Creed. Creed. I yeah. want him to get back to that. Like, after he makes his Black Panther 2, I honestly want Coogler out of Marvel Universe because he's so oh, nah, big. He's, he's going to be in there a, forever. I want him to get out of there. I want him to be a pillar of those type of movies that are telling black stories, bro. Because Marvel going to pay you that money for sure. But I think there are stories out here as black people that need to be told that are original, like the Crees and like the, the Fruitvale Station that you told, even though those were like reenactments, obviously. But they were just so dope coming from a black director. And I feel like Jordan Peele will continue to push that and elevate that, but they keep it centrally black. And that's what I love about those two directors. So hopefully they just continue to push the boundaries with that. I agree. Um, it's not really a specific I, topic, though. I think I would. Hmm. What would I like him to make a movie about? I don't even know. Because he be, bro, he be thinking of shit that you never even heard of. Exactly. So. That's what be blowing me. It's like I I never looked in the Hebrew verses before. So now he got me wondering, damn, like, is it more deep shit like that? With with us, like I said, with the underground stuff or with get out, with how people were literally switching brains and changing consciousness of different people. Like it it's gotta be something crazy, but crazy is exactly what works. So mm. I, I don't know. I'm I'm stuck like you. I really don't know. Because I think anything I'm going to say is going to make too much sense. You got to think of some real outside of the exactly. box shit that you're like, bro, what are you talking about? Because the moment you say, what are you talking about? That's exactly what he's going to use yeah. for the movie. Because it's crazy. I, I do not want to put him in a box because he's giving us so much shit that is not, you know what I'm saying, in a box worried. Like he has to continue to push the boundaries of where the, how far the box can go. So I want him to continue to do that. Another question I had to ask you was, how did you feel about the ending? How did you feel about the ending of Nope? About Kiki Palmer, uh, she got the she got the snap picture of it. She did the eye thing with her brother. How did you feel about all that? It was fire because she finally got her chance to shine as far as like family legacy. She was kind of always put on the back burner, which kind of turned her into the rebellious child and the I don't really care about the business that much yeah. child because Y'all never gave me a chance to care about the business. Uh, but, I'll, oh, another thing, before I get to the ending, I love how Jordan Peele's gave a huge shout-out to um, production crews and behind-the-scenes crews because we don't get a look into that a lot. Even when I didn't pay attention to this until I saw, like, somebody's reaction, 
uh the crew um scorpion king crew jacket that he had on when he was wrangling the alien mm-hmm. that was a huge shout out to production crews who put so much work into the finished product and mm-hmm. that goes into what i'm talking gonna talk about now with the ending people are gonna see that picture of that emerald took kiki palmer's character emerald they're gonna see the finished product but they don't know everything that it took to get that picture and I think that was a huge shout out to production crews and all of media of what the the animal trainers do, the camera people do, the lighting people do, like so much shit that goes into what we see with movies and um, pictures. And you know what's so crazy about the ending with the whole picture and everything like that, that it will just continue to be a cycle of what we already seen of like, okay, dad, that picture is going to make it to the newspaper. But who's going to believe it, bro? It's like people just going to throw that shit to the side of like, oh, this is another sensationalized story. Or somebody CGI'd or VFX this. This isn't real. How many people are going to believe this, bro? Because everybody who was sucked up by the alien is dead. All of these reporters are coming around. They're dead. Or they came after the the alien exploded. So who is going to believe that picture was taken? Well, it was with an old camera. And I think that was something they played on too. Like all these digital cameras, yeah, you can do that with. But these mm. old cameras that you got to crank to like really get to take a picture, how do you edit that? Like how do you change that? How do you fix that to where it looks like how you want? Like I think you But get who's a going to know that though? If you that. throw it in a newspaper or you throw it online, who's going to know that if the picture was taken? Well, on I mean, a, a whale, a whale. The reporters picture. came up so they could ask her how she took the picture. <laughs> the I don't like, know, bro. I still feel like but, it's a way they're going to spin it. Like, okay, yeah, this is just going to be the cycle of all of the pictures that they were talking about earlier in the movie that nobody really believed. But it's like, they still going to throw it to the side. That's why the video I felt like was so important. But he ended up getting sucked up. So we didn't see the ending of them picking up the camera that old boy ended up getting sucked up with. The director ended up getting sucked up with. But I feel like that's more of the evidence that they need if they want to really make some money off it because I don't think too many people are going to believe that. But that's why I'm so... Mm, I'm teeter-tottering with how I feel about the ending because one, like you said, we don't know if the story really ended well. Like you said, yeah, you got the picture, but the movie ended. We didn't see anything that happened after you got the picture. It was just a sigh of relief of like, whoo, I got the shit. We don't mm-hmm. see like who's going to believe you, who's not going to believe you. So that's just for us to think about. And then is her brother really alive still or was her brother dead? And she was just imagining him right there. That I was something was I thought about, too. I think he, I was, think there. he was there, too. But I, I, I didn't think about that till like my mom, my dad, I think Denisha, we was talking about it. And they were like, was he really alive or was she just imagining him right there? He was getting away the whole movie. So you can't you can't have him not get away in the in the last scene. He was getting away because he knew he knew the he knew the the strategy. Not look him in his eye, and he was going to be fine. So he knew how to get away from him. So I wasn't really worried about him. I think that was him at the end. But what did you end up saying, bro? You ended up saying something. But I think it would have been dope if they showed the ending because I feel like it would have been so full circle of how blacks try to not really how blacks, but just how people try to go so far to prove a point. And it's like, ah, we went so far just to come up so short because here yep. we are once again. And we are, they, the mansion, not the mansion, but the ranch got to get sold because nobody believed the story. I feel like it would have gave a realist, a realist perspective to the ending. So they made, they more so just left it up in the air of like, okay, she got the picture more so quote unquote happy ending than continuing the story 
and having it not be believed like that. That would have been like too a mopey of an ending. So they yeah. left it on like a high note. True, true. Yeah, so it, it was it was a weird ending, but it, it was solid enough. You the know the movie was the movie. solid. The movie was solid. It, was, it, it wasn't was trash, like a, and yeah. it wasn't a 10 out of 10. It just wasn't something I want to go back again. And that's what I'm starting to grade movies on, bro. You know I'm somebody who's big on replay value, bro. Yeah. If I can't go back and watch that movie again, bro, it's like, yeah, that, might, that movie could have been solid on the first watch. But damn, I don't want to see it again. Damn, it was something about that movie. I, didn't, I don't want to see it again. And that should be more so what your movie is graded on more so than anything. No matter if it's action, drama, a psychological thriller. I, I want to be able to watch your movie multiple times and be like, damn, that shit was dope. Damn, that shit yeah. was dope. And it just wasn't the same with this. Man, I seen Get Out three times before. Oh, yeah. I even talked about it. Like, bro, Get Out was something different that we never seen. Us, I even seen twice. And I I didn't like Us as much as this. Uh, I I liked Us as much as this. But it was like something about this one. I was like, I don't want to see it again. Like, I'm cool after one. I'm going to remember everything. But it was like, it was just cool. It wasn't something I wanted to see again. That's more so where I'm getting Mm. with. So, yeah. All right, bro. Anything else before we get out of here? Uh, no, we got uh, a lot of more. We have a lot more movie and show reviews for y'all, though. So uh, keep a lookout for She-Hulk. That starts next week. So we're going to make sure. And we got power those. reviews coming up, bro. Yeah, That's power crazy. Coming back. Hey, we got a lot for y'all, bro. Because what it is, Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, comes out on August the 14th. So we got to get back on the Raising Canaan Book 3. So it was really that something that surprised me because, you know, I didn't watch book four at all. Like, I, we were talking oh, yeah. about I, reviewing I it. I stopped after book I four. Was, I mean, I, after episode four, I stopped. <laughs> we I talked like, about reviewing book four, but honestly, I just couldn't get into it. But yeah, book three, power book two, that, that that's going to continue to be a thing, bro. But appreciate you guys for listening and watching. And we out. Peace.